0: a uh-huh.
1: for that play my theme song uh, It's good, my family. How's everything going? Let me um s- check my screen. Give me a second.
0: Did I get this thing off? All right, good.
1: And as y'all know, today is the Fourth of July. 2019 edition. All right. The mic will be synchronized in a second. There we go. Um, like always, this is the open mic edition. And the title, as I shrink my video. So I can read you out the title for tonight's description. Beauty of War, the 4th of July special edition. Open mic, Chaos Ring edition. You'll see. The evaluate this presence of this video today is um we always talk about warfare and everybody knows war is not a nice thing it's not a pretty thing people didn't know war is bloody is deadly and enough people get killed in the crossroads in terms of war but nonetheless in human existence war is always what they call an unnecessary evil and one thing one thing to know is that without the presence of war I believe not what I think but I'll say it's I'll say for fact we would not been here today without this thing we call warfare or war itself. Now, I know that's going to ruffle a lot of people's feathers, but if you hear me out for a second, the importance of warfare, you see, if you look at how countries were developed, especially here in America, where we reside here, it was not developed anyway because of how etiquette you were, how nice you talk or how sweet a person you was. Now, it was purely developed by what they call the bloodshed. They spill blood in order to create what we see today. This is what we call America. Um, hell, look, they're celebrating America as we speak, a good portion of them. Some of them don't because they feel what has been done to them physically in this country, unjustly. You're, you're right in your opinion you should not celebrate it but for those that do celebrate it they know or are full known they understand the importance of how this country is how it's developed and where it always is going to keep going or where it's going in a day and one thing is for sure that even America, but not America, but this war in its entirety was never a thing that is a female thing. Now, I know a lot of women are going to think that was sexist, but hear me out. Because if war was something that was dealing with gender or a specific gender, women don't really do super well or very well in times of warfare. Look at your history, people. Read your books. Find every war that was conducted here in America, or just war in general. Have you seen mass numbers of women conducting warfare? No. It was men. Men are the ones that initiate and fight and start wars. And the premise of the war is to always in Austria's to show a sense of domination and control, because the victors of war get everything. They get the resource. They get sometimes the children, and they damn sure get the women. What's up, sheet disaster? Um, oh, I did promise I was gonna put the cash up. Let me do that now. And for those that's coming in, please like the video. This is some very intellectual talk we're here in the fourth of july edition so we don't want to make what we call make america great again so you know disappointing you get my drift um let me do this and i've noticed and i want people to give me a comment at the end of this video how many of my actual subscribers that watches my videos or you know like or whatever have what we call a cash app, because I'm always, I'm debating between having two different types or just PayPal and no cash app. I already said one cash app because I don't have cash app, I just create it because I find most people are starting to use it more, and it's much more easier from what I'm hearing. I might, I might create PayPal, I might, but I need feedback for honest opinion, for those who, you know, Would give me better advice or likes to stream so far. I would like feedback, and it's not. I always beg y'all guys for the feedback, but it's a necessity because I don't know where where people's minds at, how they feel for every broadcast. You know, I will to hear. You know, Um, I just want to know. I'm I'm gonna do that. Deals with transparency at the end of the day. I'm not into the cluelessness the secretness, people that are quiet. No, you have to be verbal. And usually your typing is nonverbal communication that will notify me how well things are going. I just don't deal with too much of the secrets, um, the quietness, or you know, if people even care, I mean. And I've learned now, been on this for a while now, and the, the, it's very interesting where people's minds are at in regards to what they really want to get, what, they, what their purpose is when they come on YouTube to watch. Are they here to watch videos for entertainment, or are they here to just grow and learn, or it's both? I always question that. And it's the right question to ask at the end of the day. And another thing I want people to know, that's the one thing that I find that a lot of males, males in the black community, don't know is this: now, boys have been tempered down and been taught to not engage in any form of warfare. The only warfare they engage in, on an everyday basis, is with themselves or what, or like I could say, what they see in the mirror. Now, this is not a good thing. It's a, a very dangerous thing. And the reason why I say it is because once you start going to engage warfare with self, you eventually erase yourself. Catch my career? Right here? So, in saying this, that warfare, when you see the individual, they don't really a in regards to self-annihilation. There's war, warfare amongst any group is always against opposing opnimy. And of the black American ADOS man and woman, they're engaged in self annihilation, especially the males. And they've been trained heavily under this gyno slash Eurocentric Western culture to really engage in more self extermination more than anything else. Now mind you, last time that I checked, the numbers were down in regards to the black and black violence. This is true. But still that little mindset that the average black person have, has that inclination to really sit there and destroy himself in any way, fashion. Whether it's fist on fist violence. Weapons, particularly guns or knives, weapons. Yes, they will engage in warfare amongst the and eventually there will be only one standing. But say that same warfare was embedded in his psyche, a very long time. Hold on. Oh shit! I think you're saying something. Um, let me let me um, put my um device on.
2: Hello. What's going on, bro?
1: What, why
2: why am I a background noise? I don't know. It's quiet here.
1: <laughs> Hold on. Let me let me, let me me see where that's come from. Hold on. Oh, oh, you know. Oh, my
0: fault.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: damn.
1: I'm losing it today, man. Did anybody hear what I just said earlier? What'd you do? I did. I had. I got the microphone on, so I can't hear the background noise. I had another stream on uh, when my previous show was on while I was talking. <laughs> God damn, man! Uh, but you see, this is what happens when we don't have enough communication in the chat room. I wouldn't know about this until somebody says uh, so. Damn man, that just
0: messed
1: up everything, Roger. Oh well, let me continue talking. Sorry about that, people. Um, I don't know if I'm that out. Maybe. I
0: don't know. But
1: let's move on. Warfare, like I said, is you know, an ongoing battle between men, mostly. And most men, especially what we call the ADS man here in the West, has not really under fully understand that he's always engaged in warfare amongst not only his kinfolks, but to other non- Black males, you know, And today, as we know, this is the two forty three birthday or anniversary of the establishment and the creation of what we call America. Ain't that so? And which another seven years, if America still stands as it is, which they said it possibly might not, you will see America in its last stages from what is it's rumor out there now. But know this, that in one thing, well actually I'll say this. Think of this people. I've noticed with a lot of men that either was in service or not, they know full extent what they must do, not just get the paycheck, but defend this soil we call America. Some of them are trained very well. Some go even far as to even if they had to shoot this non-American just for either the safety of the soil or the safety or the survival of themselves. It builds a sort of killer instinct to a a man. And that's one of the things that being in the military does. It builds not only character, but a, a real instinct. A serious survival instinct and it will break you out of that little infant stage that mommy boy stage very quickly and it's going to make you that actual man that, that was lost to you since you only been raised by potentially a single mother most likely but this way it does i can see why most sisters don't put their boys into male male dominant state, I mean, male dominant space. The only male dominant space they'll put them in and hate this people. And please don't take this offense. Your secret basketball, football, get me? That's the thing. Sports, that's it. But anything else in regards to actual warfare where they will get bloody or go to the police force? No. Oh, don't go there. You're get yourself killed. They got to act like this because women do nest in the environment. People keep that in mind. They nest very well, knowing the environment is not secure for their no good butts. So, so Roger, what's up, man? You want to say something? Well, right. I
2: mean, it's me but
1: uh... Oh, Donnie, my oh
2: damn it. <laughs> But, yeah, no, I, I came so show support and, and talk about the subject and and, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll figure out what the subject was. Because they we were talking about the police and they you in know, the military. Well, I mean,
1: I'm, I'm. Well, this is in general because I be around people that been in the armed force, military, for some time now. And uh-huh. that time I made the goods, the bad, and the ugly. Not too much the ugly and the bad, but the benefits. You hear me, Donnie? Right. And right. And one thing I've learned from these men's experience is that it builds us as a character and a toughness that is lacking out here for a lot of young black males. Right. I mean, if you look at, because we, we're born a different breed of generation, Donnie. As you know, We I don't know if you're a millennial, Donnie. Uh, 87. Okay, so you're a millennial, just like me. And this is the era where when we come in, we should be the more of the what's the better word, bitchify type of male in this millennium, you know, yeah. but, you know, some of us survived that, but overall, you know, this is where they start breeding the feminine lower type, weak type males out here for, you know, women to entertain and for their loving and for more for control. You think about it, but nonetheless, it does not breed actual men men that's going to take charge, men that's going to do what's right. They'll throw out what we call morality,
0: you know? Right.
1: And one thing I've learned that as time progresses, that when we talk about what's the issues of the community and people looking for solutions, and I said it best that most people don't want solutions. And the reason why I say, it because they're not willing to do what is necessary for that greater change.
2: I wouldn't even say, that it's they're not mm-hmm. willing it's they, they don't want the accountability <laughs> you can mm-hmm. fuck around all day and oh it's not my fault i need strong black men here this is why i ain't strong black men here but uh, in reality all it took for you to change that was to make better choices
0: mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i
2: mean it, it's an excuse for them to do fuckery and have zero accountability in my opinion go ahead
1: um well you gotta understand fuckery sells it's comparable it's company In like of better words. Right because in, in fuckery there is no order. You get me?
0: Exactly. And when there's
1: no order, what we see and what is left is a bunch of chaos. No pun intended chaos right here, you know, subscribe. Right? <laughs> but anyway, yeah. That, that's what you see, you know. And mind you, with this condition, it breeds a certain arrogance and stupidity to the point where, you know, it breeds a certain cockiness to a lot of these males and some of these females out here. But when disaster strikes, who do they run to? They run to some man or somebody that has some sense or is willing to defend. But that—that
2: I mean—that really goes along with them. They—they don't have to do anything. They don't have to be accountable. Um, You know, they can always run to a man. You know, mm worst comes the worst. I'm on my own. I—I gotta have faith in myself. I can do this on my own. That's what I say to myself, right?
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, If worst comes to worst for a woman, she can just go to you. (laughs) She Mm -hmm. can go to a man. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed.
1: And I only go to a man. And sometimes I'll go to the bigger brother, which is the institutions. Like, you know, the government and stuff. And we Bro. take it back to the 70s. It's the man. <laughs> oh, yeah, the man. Yeah, man. People don't understand. When they did that movie about, and they talk about the man, they were not lying, man. They're not lying. I mean, what, what do you think most people? And I'm not knocking people that have to use systems because, you know, we we pay into it. But there's a point where, you know, decisions got to be made, you know, especially my, if it's not really changing anything in policy. You know? my, because my whole of,
2: thing is, is if you're mm-hmm. a black person and you go out and you go work the system and you manipulate the system to where you are getting food stamps and you are or maybe getting government assistance and you are out here working, grinding, trying to get yourself to a good p- place and position, that's fine. With me. I don't mind that. That's what it's there for, right? But it's the mm-hmm. individuals who sit there and go, Well, I got the check coming every month. All I need to do is smoke a little weed, watch Mari, and kick it. Yeah. Those are the people that's problematic. But, it, you know, if you can go out and, and hustle the system, consider that your reparations
1: for now. <laughs> for now. Yeah. And mind you, it's not really an actual repair you think about. It. Because, and I would say this most people don't understand. Most of uh, y'all people that look at the people that are, Black Boulay, all these people that, you know, people label, you know, especially ones that went in, in front of that convention and gave their testament about why Black people should get reparations. You must understand this. Those people are, are giving their, their portion of reparations, ironically. But they don't want the majority of the whole get their reparations.
0: Mm-hmm. Ain't that something?
1: But think about it. Why are you fighting this thing, especially if you are a celebrity, basketball athlete, um or entertainer, you just an or comic or movie actor. Why would you fight something that is rightfully yours that is really old for you for the last two hundred actually over hundred fifty more years? Oh, I know why. Because you are already secure. They gave you your partial repair, And usually the reperc they give you is crumbs. Right. And it's not even the actual repair with things put in place. To really start the process of really healing what was done for centuries. Even now, Donnie, you hear men, grown fucking men, saying that black people deserve, and not only that they say not only black people deserve, but they say certain black people don't deserve reparations. And I'm thinking, just like any other person, I say you can't really define who gets who, either it comes in form a check or something else. Because you're not issuing this. So for you said to say, I don't want black women to get because they're gonna buy us weave here, that's arrogance, that's stupidity. Hey, for every hundred <coughs> let's say this, for every mm-hmm. hundred black women that goes
2: out and buys weed, it'll be one that goes out and puts her money into a weed business and is now selling the weed to the black women. So now we have a chance to start generational wealth. If it only affected mm-hmm. one person out of the entirety of the population getting it, it's all it needed to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's the thing I stick by. Too many motherfuckers is like, "Well, they niggas just gonna buy Jordans. Niggas you're just
1: gonna put rims on their car.
2: All right, so the fuck what?"
1: But think about that. And let's go by that logic. people said niggas gonna buy Jordans and rims, last my check, on the average you gonna spend like maybe a, a grand a little bit on some rims and some Jordans, depend what sneakers you buy. You know, you're gonna buy like maybe three or five pairs of Jordans, new ones, most likely. You're not gonna buy like 20 of those motherfuckers. Either way, you got the money. So it's not like the money's gonna be dried up with ends. A few people bought five pairs of Jordans or one set of rims. It this don't make sense. The logic is stupid. And same, it, it, I think it comes down to this a lot of people are programmed, site that say that Mr. Charlie. We don't want the money. We're too good for it. I work hard for my money. <laughs> he said, Mr. Charlie, where you from, bro? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just using these old slave let's <laughs> you know, listen, listen, Donnie, I need to keep it interesting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't please please say, Mr. Charlie. Mr. Charlie, uh... <laughs> Mr. Charlie, please, sir, don't give me that. I work hard for it, sir. I work for it. I don't deserve it. It's like uh what's the word down? It's like uh Ooh, I forget what they Death call it.
2: Dance and this uh, jic- well, I don't know how deep you wanna go. Get flagged for the shit. I mean
1: we might as well go deep, it's a fortune. F it. You know what I'm saying? Cool it. Yeah. I tell for people yeah, man. But you know the point, people. It's like this. This is the mindset people have been conditioned for. And, and you know, it's like this. I'm at a point where I say most of you negroes ain't gonna make it. And some of you that do, most of you are going to fight for your own cause. It's just me, and the other day, me and Charles had this conversation. And he said, if these dudes were back in time with the right resources given to the ones that was going to make the series kick off this, a lot of those detractors would have been gone just as fast as as before anything kicked off. And I agree. You know, look at Africa or parts of Haiti. The only reason why it went well as it did because they had to get rid of the little mentally ill Negroes.
2: Yeah, Haiti had to get Teddy went out and killed all the little buck dancers. He got rid Listen. of.
1: Listen. Started the de- rebellion. Yeah, and they, and they go up there and they did the little secret code and not code. They sit there and they test them, and they failed test. And they said, "Off with your head." Psst. You know what I'm saying? They don't play around, man. And, they, and just like the Haitians did same thing with Shaka Zulu and all these other um, real warriors, they, they don't take kindly to traitors. Defense traitors, um, senders, you know? I think if that's the word they call it. They're not really taking kind to that. They find a little bitch in you, it's off your head. Fast. Because they know that they're no good to the collective. They go sit there fuck it up and shut it down. You know, and today every little Adios man has that little little snitch in them,
3: The little well, betrayal I mean, in them.
2: That's yeah. what the dynamic is. The dynamic is is one one apple spoiled a whole bunch. You got one nigga coming in doing some fuckery, and he trying to fuck it up for everybody else. Then he's gonna infect somebody. who's gonna infect somebody. Who's gonna infect somebody? And that becomes mm-hmm. problematic. You can't have that. Yeah. So you gotta eliminate the opposition. That's what uh, Kim Jong-un did. This motherfucker was killing family members. Was, mm-hmm. well, he killed his uncle. The uncle <laughs> talking. Uncle didn't do something right.
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, and to let people know, and good books to read on this about, you know, even the revolts itself, like the book by um, Negro Slave Revolts by Hubert Albuquerque, it gives a brief description of all revolts done or slave insurrections back in the 1500s, going on to the 1900s. So that's one reference we could look forward and read to themselves or read to their children. And there are many other books I can't name off the bat, but I'll say this: the black men don't, the black men don't understand. Every war that was fought in America was fought with the help of this A.D.S. man, this American black man, this black man in general. He has fought in every war, and not even today has that guy his just dues yet. But he is getting his justice like the collective now with these talks, you know, of what is owed to them. The only thing I want to see moving forward is that people start to ban up and push forward more to this, you know, as the conversation still is a And I tell people many times, I know one time, me and JB was talking about, and she said about the code of conduct. She feels that, you know, every man or woman that talks bad about what they should get, what's right, what feels they should get, uh, you know, a wake up call. You know, I will you know, be beaten. You no, know, you know, people don't condone violence, but you know, if we're really serious, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people not be so wise, run their mouth about what is owed to y'all that you paid in already. The only way they get so comfortable, run their mouth saying, oh, Black people, we do need reparations. If we do it, something's going to happen. You're the guy slapped. Wow. Right, your face. What? Matter of fact, they will test it. All right, you don't. If you don't want reparations, no. give me give me your piece of reparations, and I'll make use of it. That's simple. Donnie, you got back on there you yourself. All right. So, insane that you have to understand, people, that warfare was never supposed to be a nice thing. We have gone through two wars, right? World Wars. World War I, World War II. And they're scripting, as we speak, the third and mostly final war, which is called the War III. And there's books on this already. But the point is this, that people must understand for clarity. Why I call this beauty of war? Because war... Will make you or eventually break you. You look at history, most people that fought in many wars and died or survived, so they'll tell you straight up there's nothing nice about it. But they know if they had to do it again, they would have done it again. And we never understand why it was my that went through massacres, serious blood, gore, extreme violence, would we'll do it again because they know it was for the better, greater good. For not only themselves, but for the country they stand, for the so-called collective. But the Lord behold, they didn't want no unknown invader come in these soils and do them with serious aggression. Um, and remember, in, in the realm of morality, Morality is for the conqueror, you know. Your mother teaches you to be moral. But as you grow into your adulthood as males, you're going to use your common sense. And your survival instinct should kick in about should I be moral or not. These are the things you should ask yourself. And look yourself hard in the mirror. And some of y'all will get it. The rest of y'all won't get it. I would say most of you that go to the military will understand it much better than anything else. Because being around your mother or whoever female you're around, it does weaken you over time. Because you have not reached what we call true manhood. You know, I heard Judge Joe always talking about manhood training. And as and that sounds nice, but my dear Judge, most of these boys have never been into manhood or man up because they're not seeing or conducting or, or knowing how a man actually operates in times of real desperation or real fear. Anytime a fear comes around, you will know who's the real man and who's not by how they fold up like a little bitch. When they hear shots fired, they start going to cubby and fold up. How they even go run up back in their females. War is never a nice thing. It can be beautiful or it can be ugly. That's you know it. Hey, what's up, Ceroid? Um I'm actually. Oh, are you busy right now? Uh, no, I'm not real. Oh, I'm on the air right now. I was telling the people on the, the stream now that how beauty, beautiful, beauty, the war, beauty of war, you know, is guts and glory. I'm not sure if you want to give a two cents on this. <laughs> you know, we always talk about the bad side or good side of war, but people don't really understand about actual warfare, especially the 4th of July, a black man fought and died in blood to create America where it is now. Now if you want to give your take on it.
3: Well, it depends
1: on how far you want to go back. We go as far back as you want to take it. About 1776, Christmas, Addicts. Mm, yeah, that'd be a start. Well, we can go, uh, the more pertinent one is Martin Delaney, uh, Post Civil the War. Um, I, I'd rather start with 17, the 1700s, because really, that's America was established now, and this is 243 years anniversary of America, establishment. So I want to go back to that, we can start with that.
3: So back in the late 1700s, there was no such thing as a white person. There was no such thing as a black person. Mm -hmm. The institution of peculiarity was slavery. What was marked as a Negro? Mind you, in these 1700s, little Europeaners, they came here to, you know, help the colonization process. They were happy to escape the grasp of Britain. Basically, they uh, took control of most of Europe. they find themselves here in the americas they told they could get slaves land and if they couldn't afford it they can (coughs) be an indentured servant for a number of years complete their indentured servitude and then get free land and slaves to work You now black people have already been in Britain already been in the, the Americas as slaves 1700s and 1776 as the uh, war is ramping up the British tried to conscript has always had the mindset that since we are here in this land, we will have part in it. There's no level of racism, fascism, what have you, that's going to drive the Negro away from you. But the American Negro did what he did. took up arms in defense of uh, this country first one died so yeah not which war. were it's Christmas Addicts mm-hmm. now Christmas Addicts
0: um, that is where John Quincy Adams would get the words give me
3: liberty give me death words Dying words of a Christmas Addicts. Um, now, mind you, there is really nothing that uh, glorious about war. Mm-hmm. War is a very straightforward thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You have something I want, you refuse to give it to me, I bring down the full might of the
0: military to take it from you.
3: Whether it be personnel, whether it be resources, whether it be money, whether it be tea, whether it be gold, whether it be women, you have something I want. Nothing that you can do will deny me of it.
1: That is the basic principle of -hmm. warfare. One thing, um, oh Oh, damn, I got echo. Well, let me let me just check this. Let me a second. Okay, good. All right. Let me see if I'll fix the echo. You hear the echo now, Steph? Well, I hear an echo. No. Okay, no, okay, no I corrected. All right, good. Um, one thing in warfare, the sense of morality comes in to people that engage in warfare or want to um, even deal with military. Or is it something that they hold back? State, that's the sense of warfare. Mm-hmm. Because there's always a sense of morality coming in about, you know, we should not go out and fight, there should not be no bloodshed. I think I find this more from women when it comes when you, when you dealing with things like this more okay. than anything else. On morality, right? Mm-hmm. Where
3: do you think morality comes from?
1: <laughs> I would say women. Also,
3: women, where morality comes from, you get your sense of morality from your mother's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's where it comes from. The The only thing morality is good for is teaching children, right? How not to offend their fathers. In fact, a mother's role is simply that, to teach the, the children to respect the fathers. Mm-hmm. You're to stay out of father's head, hair until you're old enough to appropriately interact with I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what that means right yeah. is that the sense of morality is wholly a woman's responsibility nobody else's see men are not Afforded the luxury of being moral, men who are too moral are feminized in some smaller, great degree.
0: I
1: have Yeah, point there. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be
0: taught, to be taught that
3: you uh, get try to a. Uh, uh, Accomplish things by nonviolent means is nonsense. There's only one price that the world respects, and that's blood. It's the only price that history rewards. It's blood.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's interesting enough, and I think you told this story before, and I was there mm-hmm. listening, um, how with Charles, one the other, how, you know, it's funny how the European man, or we call the white man, kind of respects the black man when he comes through what we call the military, or engages in some form of warfare. It's the time when he actually... Oh, not, not, exactly not exactly what happens, okay. what, what
3: happens is that the, the, white, the white male has no choice but to respect the black male once he's been the ruler, because he knows exactly what... He's capable of, you see?
0: Hmm. Hmm. And it's a, it, it, what it
3: does is it establishes a healthy fear for the black male. Mm-hmm. When
0: we'll people talk about respect, what they really mean is fear.
1: I see. That makes sense. Because what you don't what you respect, what you fear, you respect. Because then you have to play cautious. Any give notice, it's over. Right. Hmm. You're right. You're right. You're right. Now, you were saying about something about the 1800s in regards to um, what's his name? The one that was poisoned in water. I'm trying to remember his name again. Uh,
3: Martin Delaney.
1: Martin Delaney, yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I don't know if you want to expound on that during that time period.
3: Martin Delaney is the man who is responsible for all things that you know as black theology, pro-black theology. Mm-hmm. He's the man responsible for all of it. Black first, pro-black, he is is the man responsible for all of that theology. Mm -hmm. He's a former Civil War veteran, he's a medic during the Civil War. Mm
0: -hmm. He's the one that that tried to uh, bring us
3: up to a political understanding But you found out very early on in America, the only type of politics that actually matter is race politics. It always has been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The reason why we, we, we as black people in America keep having these periods, these long periods of stagnation is because we try to avoid race politics. Yes.
0: All it takes is for a white
3: person to tell you to stop acting like a victim. And the Negro in his stupidity will think that he needs to stop fighting for said unpaid services rendered for reparations. Mm All it takes is for a white person to tell you you had a black president, for the Negro to abandon any involving race
0: politics. Mm-hmm.
3: Race politics is the only politics that matter. first. Yes.
1: And a lot of our people, they avoid it because by their subconscious mind, they feel nothing good comes out of being black. Or they feel that black is bad, evil, etc. So they avoid it as much as possible just to, I guess, commandeer that non-black person and that non-black female. Every day they so what, what, what's happening is that mm-hmm. all of these other groups, whites,
3: Hispanics, Latinos, and whatnot, Asians, mm-hmm. uh, even the African foreign national,
0: right? Mm-hmm. What, they,
3: what they do is they convince the American Negro to be inclusive.
0: Okay? Mm -hmm.
3: while they practice a culture of exclusivity. Yes, yes.
0: Mm -hmm. Whenever the foreign national African fights, right? Mm -hmm. They fight for African foreign national immigrant causes.
3: Indeed, indeed. See when the when the Hispanics and the Latinos, whenever they fight, they 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 lean on their their Hispanic heritage, it's Hispanic cause. Hmm. Black people fight. They fight for everybody. They fight for all for national African, Hispanic, white. And they use it to try to be inclusive, because what they really want is sexual access.
1: Can you, can you repeat that one more time? Because, you know, some people, it'll go over the head. Say one more time. You know, our, our people, it goes one ear to Say one more yeah. time. It's really.
3: The Negro <laughs> is the only one that fights to be all inclusive, because one, he's been convinced by
0: other groups, and two, it grants sexual access. Mm. Mm, 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 mm,
3: mm. Damn, shameful.
0: So one of these. Okay, the, reason, the reason, the reason, why I'm gonna tell you the reason why the black community, you know, why the reason why the black community is fucked up, is because there's not enough actual good or thinking
3: black men in it. Facts. Because a lot of a lot of black men, look, look, let's be real, a lot of those niggas, especially on the Obsidian side, they call themselves thinking black men. They're not.
1: Indeed. Yep, yep.
3: Mm -hmm. He said, I'm not going to be a man unless these women be women.
1: Backwards thinking. You're going to have to be a man anyway, whether your women are fucked up or not.
0: Yeah. And that does not stop you from being a fucking man. Mm hmm. And you. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know, it's funny, Stuart, since you mentioned you say names, it goes back to this pill nonsense. And I know a lot of black males come up with these terminologies. Isn't it ironic they're coming from terminologies that was invented by that same black female that they hate? You ever notice that? Yeah, the whole red,
3: red pill ideology is a black woman's invention
1: and that black woman people. The
3: funny thing about it is that it had nothing to do. It had nothing to, it it, it had to do with something that was bigger than just the dysfunction of the black community. It had something to do with something that was much bigger than just, um, you know, black democracy.
0: Because it works like this when you're in the theater of war, right? Mm -hmm. (coughs) Mm-hmm.
3: Say you have an enemy that's using someone else as a proxy, right?
0: Mhm.
3: Who does that stop? Who, who does that Who did, who, like, who Who becomes the priority? The fucking proxy or the actual enemy?
1: The enemy's priority cuz he's the one that created the proxy.
3: So, if you if you keep going at the proxy instead of the enemy, what do you think happens? <laughs>
1: I would say you have what we call stagnation. I don't know if I That's
3: that. how stagnation is
0: created.
3: Mm-hmm. Is because the Negro wants to run around and you know want to put the black woman in her place. Yes, yes, she has a lot to answer for, right? Mm-hmm. But she's not the priority.
1: Yes, correct.
3: And what happens is instead of taking it to the enemy i.e which is made the policy but the enemies that made the policy are long dead yep and if they're long dead that means what basically this is actually easier to challenge the enemy with the dead one that who created the policy was no longer around than it is to sit there try to fight all of these fucking proxies mm-hmm. walking
1: around more work i say give yourself more work than in the shimmy it's like a hamster wheel you constantly keep going at it fast no matter you're not moving nowhere all you're doing all you're doing is being a dog chasing
0: its own tail
1: Because you
0: cannot see the force through breeze. -hmm. Yes,
1: indeed. Who's that, Bianca? Yeah, what's going on? I'm good. Yes, indeed, Mm Sue. But, you know, it's funny, Sue even with these conversations and on your stream, you go heavily on policy and you keep telling us how far this empire is falling and what is, already, what is here to come. And that a lot of the so-called thinking black men are not seeing this. And you think that they're thinking, but overall they're not thinking, they always think it goes back to pussy. And don't get me wrong, nothing wrong with pussy, but if that's all is in your mind, I always had to think, how much in control are you really are in? Because that's what you desire and that's what you complain. Either you get or don't get. That tells me you're not really in control of yourself or what you say you were in control of in your life. Especially combating another enemy that does have this, what we call, i.e. pussy problem. His more intention is power. And once he got
0: power, go ahead. Here's the
3: thing: If I put a prop, if
0: I'm the enemy, right, mm-hmm. and you are my target, right, mm-hmm. do you think you'll ever be able to defeat me if I just keep throwing proxies at you?
3: And and not only that, I keep throwing proxies, but you focus on the proxy instead of me.
1: Hmm. I won't be defeating you anytime soon. If you... If I'm always focused on the proxy, especially that type prox- do,
3: do, do, do you know what, you know what happens you spend all of your life Trying to fight a proxy mm-hmm. While I continue to accumulate consolidate
0: and calcify wealth power resources and opportunities. Yes Indeed. Yep. <laughs> and,
1: and And the five thing and just to divert to the subject I'm going to talk about. The thing when you were the when you read about these corporations getting their handouts and they're showing nothing of to give with these handouts. they're holding all the money. hell, they even spend it too, while this so-called country goes into the shithole, and the government keeps giving them money after money after money.
3: you have to understand something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as the country declines right
0: hmm
3: the thing that this country has made its bread and butter on is what corporations right
0: mm-hmm. expanding corporate
3: power and the reason why is because <clears throat> one of the things that you'll never hear most economists talk about is without corporate power there is no small business sector okay mm. and the reason why that is because one there is no competition if all you have is small business i can never convince a small business to expand into a large business unless i have a large business it can compete with to bounce its products off of Mm
0: -hmm.
3: i can never grow the business sector unless i have both the corporation and the small business
1: Yes. The only difference is, is that
3: I have to keep the corporation well-fitted, well-funded, with an endless cachet of capital. Mm-hmm. But I can But I can't do that for the small business. Why can't I do that for the small business? Because there are more small businesses than there are large corporations.
1: Exactly. I only can name a few large corporations off the hand right now. Not many. What's up, Christina Williams? How are you doing? Yeah. And if you know
0: Christine.
1: Oh, it's Christine? Oh, sorry. Christine Williams. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's in the chat room. She said what's up what's up? Yeah. Um and you know, it's funny, I remember was it a commercial? Something I came across when these Europeans on television or television were saying, you know, how are we going to really deal with the small business? These corporations get everything, but us, you know, it's like you're punishing us to even have a business. But when I think about it, I said, well, that's the your point. You were not supposed to because you're not supposed to be in competition with the bigger heads. They want to have the whole conglomerate of the market
3: see the small businesses right yeah now since and after the small businesses have basically been uh, subsidizing large corporations um, that's the reason why you see small business owners uh, they pay more taxes than corporations corporations pay almost zero taxes yes
0: mm-hmm yeah
1: And they get... uh, Hold on a second. And with these corporations. And you know, it's funny when a lot of Americans were pissed off that they get the corporates get even greater tax breaks, you know. <sighs> the no said, "Well, that's what it was intended to do, so they don't pay pretty much, pretty much nothing." I, I think since the thing went from was thirty percent to twenty one percent corporate tax, they really, they really want to get down to like around five percent because if you, if you if you're breaching going lower and lower as time progresses, We're sure you want to show, and people should know, right, that they're not paying no taxes anyway, but that's to show a, a glimpse of what they're not even paying into anyway. Uh-huh. So, And think about, so really, I remember you said this before. Once these corporations reach a certain plateau in regards to money they've made, or they can go up to, there's what we call a decline, everything goes downhill. Am I right? Yeah. Which which little corporation? Was it Apple or was it Microsoft? One of them. It was Apple. And did they last year? That was this year. So it took them a period of 41 years to reach a, a plateau. Corporates have not reached since they were established back in 78. 40 years. Wow.
0: I mean, shoot. Now, mind you, all the major corporations are built
3: by large capital. I mean, you're talking about public money, mm-hmm. government money,
1: tax money. Tax
0: payment. Yeah. Being given
3: to these large corporations.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And the only purpose they, stay, they serve is to prevent the small business owner the potential the entrepreneurial guy the small guy from being able to gain any kind of economic foothold that can compete Mm -hmm. with said government
0: that's why all the corporations they depend on government they they do what the government oh well the the government does what they tell them to Mm mm-hmm
3: Because they want government to ensure that there's no small business owner that can compete with them.
0: Yep.
3: When you examine, take for instance, Colorado 64, weed legalization. Okay, if weed is legal, why the fuck is there a bill for it?
0: Mm.
1: I question that. I never never look at the question that. the answer to you. Why is there a bill for that? And it's legal.
3: Why is there a bill that restricts how much the small entrepreneur can grow, can have, or possess, and travel with? Why do you think that is?
1: Well, in their logic, like we live in capitalism or you know, is take out the comp and to really keep the money for themselves. They don't want nobody come up especially they come with a business model that works. And think about it. Go ahead.
3: Now what do you think happens? (laughs) <laughs> with a completely legal, which means unregulated,
0: mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, say marijuana market, right? Yep. And these and these companies like Marlboro, <coughs> et cetera, et cetera, Camel, and what
3: have you. They have the corner, you know, they have the market corner on 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 all of all of the marijuana shit, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this. Really made it legally legal, like un,
0: unrestricted for a little guy. There could be a little guy that outgrows, outproduces the corporation,
3: and do you know what would happen? You would see a huge bubble burst. And the reason why you see this bubble burst is
0: because those companies they also have investments and in various
3: stock. And insurance companies and uh, real estate development companies. And, uh, you, you see, it becomes a, a domino effect.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And so what it, what it does is that it forces the government to come in and legislate and say, hey, you can't have more than this amount while you're traveling. You can't grow more than this amount on your personal property.
0: mm-hmm
3: because they're trying to prevent a, 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 a collapse they're, they're propping these corporations up now in a real free market in a real free market you make your own profits you see if you can't make your profits and you can't cover your losses it's tough titty you gotta you know you gotta take the L
0: mm-hmm
1: yep what's happening is these companies they don't want to take the L they want the American public to take the L for
0: them yeah right and see see what's happening is that these corporations
3: they are following the same path that America's following Um, they you know in the industrious era and you know, that's where all of that's where hard work really matters. You know, back you know back sweat and all that. Mm-hmm. And then you get into these other things, right? Where uh, you have the decline of society, loss of you know loss of family values, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that comes with reaching a pinnacle of what they call opulence or decadence, right? Yeah. Now, the, comp- the corporations, when they reach a certain level of profitability, that is their that's their period of decadence. So, you know, and the same goes as what as the way society goes where values, ethics goes out the window. That's why you see there's so much pervasive corruption in the corporations, right? And it's something that they have dubbed crony capitalism. But to be honest, uh, crony you know, capitalism has always been a crony institution. As a matter of fact, if you're poor, if you're poor in a capitalist society, your existence is forced cronyism. Mm. What, do you think? what do you think about that?
1: Damn. If, you,
3: if you're poor in a capitalist society, right? Yeah. Your your existence is forced cronyism because you you have to do all of these things and jump through all of these hoops. Basically, do whatever the money power tells you that you have to do. Wow. Whoa, that's, that's
1: just mind balling, man. Make me out of the job for hoops, that's a state. Hell, even not only, but just a float. you're poor in a capitalist society, you go to work in a job that has dangerous, unsafe, or
3: maybe even harsh, or hostile conditions. You keep working that job because you need a check.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: That's what you call a fucking crony. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That's what a crony is. A crony is a person that does something they do not want to do out of necessity.
0: Necessity.
1: Do you understand? I understand that. Yes, I do. Yes. 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 Uh, mm. And we got a, a whole bunch of cronies out here. Especially in certain fields. And they know it's not good. But they do it because they need to check. Just for, to keep something over their head. And you know, funny thing, when, when you hear about these so-called thinking black men, and sorry people for you know, we're just going off topic. This is all poop, Yeah, they call themselves thinking black men, but they never thought of that shit. No, they never did, no. They talk about saying, put in so many hours into certain fields. And I'm thinking to myself, for what? Don't get me wrong, the money is good, you need it. But if with that logic is saying, you know,
3: I mean, that's a part of the trick, right? Yeah. Let me ask you. Do you think most of these motherfuckers, as the, the captains of industry, do you think these motherfuckers ever worked? Do you think they, do you think these motherfuckers really worked? Ever? Never. Let alone 60, 80 hours a week?
1: Never. Some don't even work an hour. <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you think they work 60 hours a week to get to where they at? No. Niggas nope. need to come up off that bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Poor people work. Yep. And it and it demonized every poor person. It's not it worse
3: than in, in capitalist society. Poor people work. Rich people manage. Wealthy people relax.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Some motherfuckers that work the day and they like telling you all you gotta do is, is work hard.
3: You should be working 80 hours a week, 90 hours a week
0: to get to where I'm at. Mm-hmm. In
3: the meantime these motherfuckers sitting back on the beach
1: having a mojito. These motherfuckers sitting back on the beach having a mojito. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You 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 clear. Okay.
3: So in the meantime, these motherfuckers are sitting back on the beach having a mojito, enjoying themselves, laughing at how they got you dumb poor people to do all of their work for them while they sit back and relax and pay you pennies. At a dollar? No, not on the dollar, just pennies.
1: Oh, just pennies, okay. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and isn't it strange how most people complain, but even when they you hear like that same article you read, how they complain about giving people $15 an hour, which really isn't shit anyway, but well, it should be a living wage because you really not really doing nothing out. you know. And you can pay that, but people are not really getting the to, difference.
3: It's always supposed to go back to a living wage, right? Yeah, living wage. If this was this was generally understood. If you read the literature that comes out of the early 1900s, when uh, you had all of these various unions, right? Mm-hmm. Read read the line, right? Uh, the union guarantees living wage for union workers that was that was that the whole deal
0: mm-hmm. that's
3: the reason why you go to work for say a corporation or a say a construction company right yeah uh, a construction company without a union is gonna pay you whatever the minimum wages are they're gonna pay you a little bit higher than minimum wage right Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go with the union you're gonna be getting, you know, sometimes double, sometimes triple what a motherfucker without a union is getting paid. hmm
0: Because it's a living wage. Yeah.
3: They say because they've encroached on I say because they encroached on it, right? Yep. Now they got to the point to where they can, because they've speculated. You know, then speculation is basically, um, you know, you're you're basically guessing on something that hasn't happened yet, right? yeah And what hasn't happened with speculation? What they what hasn't happened is that uh, there hasn't been a full-on automation. Mm-hmm. what speculation would do was allow them to basically uh pay you whatever because at that point you're competing with a machine you see yeah and so now and so now your pay is based on the productivity of the machine you're competing against mm-hmm. that's, what auto, that's what automation is now do you understand that as far as speculation uh, this the same thing applies with um, immigration, right? And so mm-hmm. the more and more influx of immigrants that come here and work, and they work for less than you know, in many cases, less than minimum wage, less than the federal minimum wage, right? Mm-hmm. Now that's speculation, speculatory cost of labor. It's, it basically plummets. And so now what happens whenever, we got say, a chaos going to work a job and you go to that job and there's a bunch of uh, Mexicans or Hispanics or
0: whatnot on the job, right? Yep. That are, that are making less than minimum wage. You know, say federal minimum wage is uh, nine, right? Yep. Let's say the Mexicans have agreed to work there for you know seven fifty six dollars right? yeah now you come in you can only make minimum wage
3: and it'll probably be a year before you ever get a raise if you ever get because what they're doing is they're measuring the productivity of those mexicans against you so they are paying mm-hmm. um at legislative costs which is basically Federal minimum wage. Mm -hmm. So you don't. So now you go to a job where all these Mexicans working at they're making six, no six dollars seven fifty, right? And uh, now you come in, you're not you're not making nothing but nine dollars. It's not even enough to really get by in America.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: By in America, but not only do you work there for you know a year two years. You never get a raise.
0: hmm You see, yep. well, what's happening with the Mexican is the
3: Mexican, if you leave, the Mexican can get
0: Mexican or uh, Hispanic to work that job, right? Yep. Because say you say, "Fuck it, look, I, I can't do this. I cannot work for fucking pesos.
3: We live in America. I need to be paid in American dollars, not pesos." Mm-hmm. Right, right. I can't do this. You leave, right?
0: Yeah.
3: When you leave with another Latino or Mexican or Hispanic or what have you, comes and works that job for the same price that everybody else worked that job. Now, this also translates into broader society. So, uh, say that company was a construction company, right? Mm-hmm. Now say you quit that job at that construction company and you try to go to another construction company. That construction company very well may not have any Mexicans or Latinos or Hispanics. But guess what's happening? Because the speculation on the cost of labor has plummeted down thanks to one company or maybe even two companies. Maybe there's a culture of companies, but the company that you left, the company that you're now going to work for, is competing with the company you left. Yep. They already competing. They've always been competing. But you're going. to you think you're about to get paid, but yep. they can't pay you more. And the reason why they can't pay you more is because their competition, yes, is getting is getting five Hispanic dudes. That are all making six fifty an hour. Yeah. And so, what do they do? They tell you, "Well, we don't have any openings for you." You see, they yeah. can very well need the help, but they'll pass on you
0: simply because you cost more than the competition. Just getting this way. Yeah. But what has traditionally happened is these companies, they pay a white person straight off top because they're white, they'll pay them, you know, uh, sometimes five, you know, sometimes three, sometimes five times as much as what they pay to pay at work. For the reason of the fact that he's white or she's white.
3: Oh. And that's the way they've been running this game. uh since the early 1900s, I mean, you can look at Milford
0: W. Howard's uh, American Plutocracy, 1895. Mm-hmm.
1: I think I got that PDF you sent me. Remember that PDF? Mm-hmm. Milford W. Howard's American Plutocracy, 1895.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: They're running the same scale back then.
1: Mm-hmm. Was it was in eighteen in the end of the eighteen hundreds that that's when they start put issuing uh, minimum wage. Eighteen ninety five. Wasn't that the same year?
3: Minimum
1: wage law came as a result of reconstruction. Oh, on reconstruction. Okay, so long that. Okay. Minimum wage law came
3: around about the, the same time as reconstruction, and the reason why is because. Uh, but the Negro being emancipated, right? they
1: yeah, because niggers are free now. So now that they, they're competition to the average person, and they didn't do shit in their life. That's what minimum wage is meant for.
3: Mm-hmm. It was, it was, the minimum wage is actually created to, what was created
1: to protect the middle uh, class. Yeah, the so-called white working middle class, which are shown yes, they working which they didn't have work in the day in their life until the end of enslavement. <laughs> Isn't that funny when people look at when they said these people are hardworking? If people really look at their history, even back then and now, these people have not really shown they work for shit. And I find it funny that people did not pay attention to that. Except the majority of the human
0: resources majority of human resources are white women. The majority of uh, the Department of Education is white women, right? hmm. You think these motherfuckers, like, look, just just because they set up a class to teach don't mean that they're fucking working, okay? Yeah. Mm hmm. I agree.
3: Shit don't mean that they're working.
0: Mm hmm they're working. Tell me how is it that all of these schools that, you know,
3: are closing down, they're having poor, um, you know, testing and all of that. That that, that means that they haven't been doing their jobs.
1: Yep. It's been under decline for decade after decade. I think we're like 28th in education, maybe 29 now. Hell, the majority of
3: your uh, Years at various uh, institutions, they're white women. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Hey, look, these motherfuckers don't really work. They don't.
3: They pay we pay a white woman in human human resources average eighty six thousand dollars a year, eighty six to ninety thousand dollars a year, average.
0: A white woman
3: in human resources. Mm Mm-hmm. you know what a white woman in human resources does? What she does? She sits on her fucking ass and goes through
1: fucking paperwork, resumes,
3: applications, and shit. Doesn't do any fucking work. Shit. All she is there for. The only thing that human resources
0: officer is there for, right? Mm-hmm. Is to make sure certain demographic of people get jobs in certain democratic jobs. That's the only reason why
1: human resources uh, even exist. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. you're right. And and the fighting with this European slash white
0: female, the human
1: resources put there to protect yep from black labor. Mm-hmm. Damn Chandra Cash. You didn't know that, Chandra Cash? I had somebody in the chat and said, wow. Chandra Crass. She asked one of your shields. She said, wow. She was not aware of that. <laughs>
3: Yes, that's the only reason why human resources even exist is to protect white capital from black labor.
0: hmm
3: hmm I mean you can look this up. It'd probably be beneficial for you to look it up. That's
0: mm-hmm.
3: so all what does the average human resources worker actually make? It's anywhere between sixty and and, and eighty-five thousand, eighty-six thousand dollars a year. And all they do is sit on their fucking ass and go through applications. That's yep. it. That's all you do. They sit, they sit on their ass, go through applications, go through resumes. If you got a black, if you got an ethnic sounding name, they put your shit in the, in the bottom of the thing. That's the only thing that she does. As hmm. Matter of fact, that is a part of their
0: training.
3: Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a white woman on YouTube actually that talks about the shit. How, how, what her exact job was. As a human resources call officer. Mm, 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 mm. Sad. Very sad.
1: Yeah. Okay, uh, oh, to the everybody know chat room, I post my Discord link if you yep people wanna join. Okay, I see much. Chandra Crass. It's a he actually. Sorry, I thought you were female, but it's a he. Oh,
3: it's Sandra Cursor.
1: Yeah a oh, so he actually. Well, yes. Yeah. I don't know. it sounds feminine the word. I could be but yeah. Yes. 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 Yes.
3: That's the only thing that the uh, human resources does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. My God, you. Yeah, you, you not know, find it funny y'all so many guys in to talk about how they make six figures. Yeah, I've been hearing that, that, that talk for some time. And on almost all of them talk about or, or advocate for um,
3: don't date black women, fuck with white women instead, or yeah. don't date black women, fuck with, like, you, 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 you do realize these niggas are, have the highest level of stupidity, right? Oh, okay, good of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because, see, because see, that white woman,
1: She's the one that's been throwing your fucking applications, your resumes, at the bottom of all of those fucking piles for every company that you go to. Mm-hmm. And she's the one that's doing that shit. And because you brought this to light, and mind you, I I don't got much people on my stream like this, and they might come back to this broadcast. They going if they do, we might I might have some dude up here. We'll say no, he's not. That's a lie. You want to talk to? My 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 beautiful Becky like that. How dare you? You saying all this time I couldn't find work because this this chick.
3: Every time that your black ass couldn't find work, it was because a white bitch was throwing your fucking application or your resume to the bottom of the pile and she didn't throw it away altogether. And I'm just telling you what it is.
1: Mm mm-hmm. mm. But it makes sense because she's the one that's majority
3: in human resource, HR. When the majority of the human resources jobs are work by white women, you telling me, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. See what percentage of human resources workers and look at the
0: demographics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you'll see those same demographics mirrored in the Department of Education. Mm-hmm.
1: With
3: a goofy ad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: crack said
0: becky
1: got her foot on his neck she got her foot in his ass that's that's not on his ass the man he finds it oh oh it's negro go go in the garbage yeah mom as people as we wait um please um give comment at the end of the stream you know subscribe if you're not subscribed and please share this video and also like the video as well you know sharing is caring information must spread like no other regardless you know this is beauty of war 4th of july special edition this is really open mic but you know most a lot of people today are celebrating this holiday you can hear the fireworks out there right now so obviously you know just me going around you know doing my thing exactly christine i mean christina exactly Yep. If it's John or Richard, yes, you go there. If your name is Paul or if your name is um, what? Uh, I'm trying to remember a Negro name. If your name is um, Luscious or y'all know the, the, the Negro names, you know what I'm saying? If you name that, you know what I'm saying, and they see that in the, the first name and hell, even last name or whatever, those throw in the garbage. Well, they be fighting they be caping hard for her. Have y'all noticed that? Nah,
3: okay. Nah, I'll tell you this, Okay. I'll tell you this. If it's a motherfucker named Lushes, they might hire you ass, because they think you're a gay man.
1: Oh! Ooh! <laughs> 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 you're right, because a gay man will get more hired than anything else. Now, as a matter of fact, see, this is, this is, this is what my point of contention with black women is right Mm -hmm. if you notice in the job market right now there was there was one rising demographic and there's one
0: collapsing demographic in the workplace Mm -hmm. and that is the rise of the game the the gay black male and the fall of the black woman the gay black male has been fucking offsetting uh, the black female population Mm -hmm. in the workforce this is a fact Mm -hmm. you can look this up Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. they have been using the gay blackmail like a bludgeon right yeah and now what the gay blackmail does on the workforce is he he
0: you know he he lollygags and fraternizes with the black women there right you know he's colorful mm-hmm.
3: and all of that mm-hmm and then what happens is that when he's around the white women he gets the lollygagging and so forth and gets to telling all of the business of these black women he's around mm-hmm. and the next thing you know the black chicks finding herself out of a job mm-hmm.
0: that black man that gay black man is safe though Hmm let see that gay black man see this is how it's really happening in, in, the, in the job market straight black man goes to apply and there's a gay black dude in human resources you can already count that application done you, you ain't getting in there mm. it ain't happening because that's the dual purpose of the gay black man he plays the role of a guard dog in human resources yeah that's why they, that's why they, that's why they've been hiring so many of -hmm. It's like a big ass. Why do you think? And they're trying to do the same thing. They're trying to do the same thing with the Department of Education. Why do you think that they're
1: coming out with all these legislations to protect "quote unquote" transgender students? Yeah, I've been. I've been hearing something like that buzzing around now for the school systems. I remember one one gay man was was put on the bus because he was teaching, I guess, a homosexual story to my students and. They try to get at him. I don't know what happened to that story. That was like last year, I believe. But yeah, yeah, man. They, they're they're protected class, and that's all done by policy. Hell, even people that are LGBT said they deserve reparations. <laughs> I'm saying, and I think it's say, and fuck, I'm gonna say. I say, what is so interesting enough that you as a heterosexual man and a heterosexual woman can't fight for your rights, but you allow this, you know, awkwardly homosexual male and this lesbian and female to fight for everything and they get everything. They go as far they go hard in the paint what's theirs, you know. So I say fucking these the gay black males See, you wanna talk about derelict and masculinity there's no one more derelict
3: in their masculinity than the gay black male mm. yeah. saying so, so, this 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 is this is my problem right this is my problem,
0: right? mm-hmm. is my problem. Is that okay we we know the sins of the black woman mm-hmm. right yeah but that doesn't give black men the luxury to fucking give up mm-hmm. and
3: see so, when you see gay black men, transgender black men, lgbtq, ylm, it P, uh, on here. Just know that these are dudes that already gave up.
1: Yeah, definitely. Just know that these are dudes that already gave
3: up. Yeah. But see, the reason why they gave up is because black men gave up on them. Like, understand that, if, 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 we, if we have already understood, it's well understood, that only a man can raise a boy, right? Correct. And to be a man,
0: right?
3: Mm-hmm. So if you're a man in the community and you and I are not getting
1: the fucking reins on these fucking boys, right? Yeah. That means you're a fucking derelict in your masculinity. Oh yeah, Charles said it before this long time, Charles, Charles Walker.
3: And because you already gave up on your community, and then you wonder why your community gave up on you, you wonder why these women don't want to give you no pussy. They have put the pressure on you, and you broke. And so you see these niggas running around here talking about uh, this, that, and the third. Just know there's some kind of homosexual shit going on. They have a lot of shit coming with the homosexual. They both want to give up.
1: Oh. Damn, that's just fine right there. That's that's a lot of dudes that, and you know, they'll, they'll look to you and say, oh, what? So you say I'm a homosexual because I gave up?
0: Yes! Why
3: do you think why do you think women say that a lot, right? Yeah. Why, do you think women say, why do you think women accuse men of that a lot,
0: right? Mm. Because it's not fucking behavior
1: of a fucking man. Yeah. Like a, a woman acting like a piece of shit does not stop you from being a man.
0: Exactly. A woman not giving you no pussy is not going to stop you from being a man. Mhm.
3: You, you see what you see what I'm getting at? Yeah. Getting... Now, you, now you're telling these women that they're not that you're not going to act like a man until
0: they give you some pussy or act like a, 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 act feminine. Mhm. That's not a fucking man. Mhm. You're
3: still at that point. You are still
1: letting a woman dictate what masculinity is.
3: See? Mm-hmm. See
1: how that works? Yep. It's, it's called a trick bag. That's a trick that bag. They, yeah. That they that they let these they, that they let these uh these, these bras put them in. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And I see right here. This my wrote in the chat room. Christina wrote. W- that's what I call it. A L G G O. I think a G Q R S T U, V W X. W X Y Z. Yeah, the list will soon run out of letters. She's smiling. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Facts. Yeah, pure fire. Yeah. See, see, the gay, the gay black male, and
3: the male that says, man, I give up on these old. I give up, see, see, the thing is, is that that's not going to stop you from being a man. hmm Because a woman did this. A woman said this. Uh, that's why, you know, back when um, Edward
0: Anderson, right, mm-hmm. when he used to come to
3: the Coliseum. hmm
0: That's the reason why Edward Anderson, I had to, to talk to him the way I talked to him, right? hmm Like, I get tired of hearing that shit.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, just because that shit encroves to your psyche, I'm not going to let you uh, put that shit on my fucking psyche just because you're triggered by the shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: See so what I'm saying? Like, if, 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 if it's any consolation, stop listening to what these bitches say.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Why the fuck are you, you even listening to what these bitches say and not looking at what they do to begin
0: with? Yeah. hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even if you look at what
3: they do and you find yourself disgusted, it does not mean that you get to stop being a man just because your women are acting like shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you know, like 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 the typical males, they're very much triggered. And it shows how strong you really are first mentally. Because obviously, physical can will be there, but it's always a battle of the mental, you know? Because that's what women do, you know? They test you on how strong you are mentally with them. And if they know they can make you break over the little dumb shit they do, then obviously they got you. That's why if you look at, Sue so when, they, when they give these males these names, these labels, right? Well, the first thing you know is they do, they get triggered, right? And they, and they turn and fold. And don't get me wrong, I'm not sure I would have triggered like that simply. I'm not sure I wasn't, you know, tested like that. But let's say what I do, I have to come back the grips to my my normal self and my masculine self to just say, okay, you know, might hear one or two words, and I just walk off. You know. But a lot of men can't do that, surely. So they have to go engage in warfare with the females, you know. And that's just unnecessary. Man. Fireworks again. See
3: these guys—they don't—they don't—they don't have the confidence that they should have it themselves. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is they go to these females' pages just so they can just—just just so they can be triggered because they feel like being triggered.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I feel like being triggered today. Let me go. So I can just get mad. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man.
3: So I see, I'm like, like, like that night that Edward did that shit,
0: mm-hmm. I him, look, I, I, <laughs> I'm not going to let you put that shit on my mind. Mm hmm. Like, you keep listening to these bitches you want, so you never think you can do anything without me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep.
1: Letting them control the narrative. And most black men should understand, Ray Swin, that you know you're letting these women win and control narrative. And I'll tell you how you're now getting their talking points. You now come up with shit that if you re- if really deep look at research, it was not developed by a man, especially black men, it's developed by a female. That's we you know well, where our well, well, Yeah. Go ahead. Well, see the thing is, is, right, is this is this is the other trick bag, right? Mm-hmm. The rise of the, the
0: narrative re-emerges. Black man ain't shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you let her put her you let her put you in the trick bag again. Mm-hmm. Because now she's put you on the defensive to where you you think that you have to
3: defend why you're a man. You think you have to explain yourself as a man. Right? Right. Right. That's how a lot of them go that's how a lot of these chicks go fishing, right? We mm-hmm. go with fishing. And they'll be, you know,
0: check out the party with a fucking uh, 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 uh a begrudgingly uh fucking um face, right? Just that's the begrudgingly kind of look on her face, right? Mm-hmm. And
3: she'll be the only one in the party saying these niggas ain't shit. And the only thing she's looking for is the one nigga to turn around and start running down his resume. <laughs> Not me. Uh uh-uh. uh It's like you must, you must be
0: niggas you fuck with. And bitch, I make six figures. Mhm.
3: Bitch, I drive a Bugatti.
0: Mhm. Mhm.
1: Yeah. But you know, one of the greatest weapon, and I learned a song from a good YouTuber. And then next thing
3: you know. Next thing you know, the chick that just said niggas ain't shit, she starts fucking lightening up and smiling now. You know, after the nigga broke his resume down because the bitch that found
1: the sucker. Woo! Damn that! uh, That's it. That's the bomb right there. I I can't go. That's it tonight. I we can't go any further. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, everybody that's gonna go back to us. there are some things you're going to learn and some bombs going to drop on you. I want the men that so-called with these pills, learn well in tonight's dream. And learn well. If you want not be played as a sucker, understand the female nature. I would say pick up a good anthropology book. I know I'm going to. You know what See, what I'm, I'm not a gray
3: pill, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm gray pill. Mm-hmm.
0: See, gray
3: pill is the true color of the world. Mm-hmm. Everything's in gray.
0: Yeah. Right. Yep. There are no absolutes. There's, there's really, uh, what you call right and wrong is is totally hinged on the culture you come from.
3: Mm-hmm. And when you understand that, you understand balance.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Red and blue. Red and blue pill. Those are just tools to meet men. Say, if, if, if you've ever read the book, The Third Eye by Sophia Stewart, or watched The Matrix, right? Yeah. The red pill, the only thing that it was meant for,
0: right, Yeah.
3: was for him to accept reality.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So, what the red pill does
0: mm-hmm.
3: is to accept reality. Mm-hmm.
0: It's
3: only it's only meant to meet that end. That's mm-hmm. the only thing red pill is for.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So, when you have people over out right, right here talk about their red pill. Oh, you simply fuck with a black woman.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's not what the red pill states. That's not what the red pills for. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> See, because the red pill, if you remember in the matrix, when, when see understand the difference between the red pill and the blue pill say so you take the red pill and you you'll basically be awake and say accept this this new reality right right and, or you could take the blue pill and go back to your existence or your, your prior existence now in neo's prior existence there were absolutes In Neo's prior existence, there were absolutes.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: Like, for instance, he still was hanging on to his prior existence whenever he goes into the Matrix after taking
1: the the red pill. Remember when Morpheus tells him to jump off the building? Yeah, I remember that. When Morpheus tells him to jump off the building,
0: and he didn't want to. Why? Because he had a fear of death. Mm-hmm.
3: See, in Neo's old world, when he took the blue pill, there were those kind of absolutes. You jump off of a building, you die.
0: You take the red pill, makes time realize. This is all just smoke and mirrors. This is all just a sham. It's the same way with these 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 guys that call themselves red
3: pill, but they're actually blue pill. Mm-hmm. They use absolutes to try to corroborate their their, their reality. Mm-hmm. That's blue pill. It's not red pill.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the reality? The reality states that the black folk are living in. The reality is that we only have one enemy and that enemy is an institution known as whiteness. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and in that institution of whiteness it is, is negatively incentivized your women to act against their better interests. hmm So who is the who is the actual enemy? the one he's using as a proxy to act against the
0: better interest or the motherfucker who did the incentivization to begin with Mm -hmm. you go to the source like always because because i'll put it i'll put it to you like this because the reality is is that we're all animals Mm -hmm. the reality is that animals even animals in every across every spectrum across every species Mm
3: They are motivi- motivated by certain incentives. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. They're motivated by things like appetite. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. The black woman is no fucking different. So you got a motherfucker that's starving you out, enslaving your fucking men, right? Right. So the only means of survival is this. Here, you take these goodies. Fuck what your man say, I got your man over here in chains, whether they're physical chains or economic chains. Mm-hmm. Can't do shit for you. Here take this.
0: Right? Yeah.
3: Now this, this enemy knows good damn well what he's doing with. but see because you interact with the black female every single day.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You simply see the, 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 what you think is the enemy in front of. You,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you don't make any moves towards ending the incentivization. Cutting off their fucking, the, the, the pipeline of incentives
1: that is causing your women to act the way that they're acting. Mm-hmm. Stopping the flow of water. Where is that from the source?
3: And so what, we, what do we end up having every single fucking time? Mm-hmm. See, behavior only gets you so far. When a motherfucker is hungry, When a motherfucker is starving, when a motherfucker is broke, they are willing to do anything. Yeah. They are willing to rob, kill, steal, cheat, and even in contemporary times, have a baby.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. 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 Indeed. 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 Yeah, but that's how the game works nowadays, and people are not private about how the world really works. And the funny thing with people, regardless, they want to come sell red pill, blue pill. At the end of the day, they just don't really know how the world really effing works. They have an idea, but really, when it comes down to the real root of things, they really have no idea. That's why we keep going in circles. So really. No. Nothing's really going to change so people get a clear understanding of how this world works, where your enemy is, and then you proceed from there. Stop the uh, running around in circles. You know. But, you know, um, who's this? Okay. no one, Well, Christine Williams is liking it, but any closing remarks, um, Cerulean Gray, General, of the Gray Regime. Uh, no,
3: actually, I'm actually going to be going live here real soon
1: yes yes okay cool 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 um for all those that were listening into the chat room and to this live video i like thank y'all for watching today's stream normally you know i don't do these type of streams on holidays depending on the holiday but i just i think it was well needed said on my half in regards to warfare becoming here and i've been listening to enough streams that people either they know warfare or been warfare, no war is not a beautiful thing. I said it's beautiful war, but it's not really a nice thing. There are casualties and people will be taken over if not careful. But war is necessity. A necessity evil. Without it, how you gonna see men rise to occasion and take power what is we have many great African soldiers that engage warfare and won from Hannibal to Shaka, and this goes on and on. But no, you gotta know that war is a necessity. So, right, so, like always, people, please comment, subscribe, if you're not subscribed,
0: and like the video, like always. And other than that, let the chaos rain.